Hi, this is Chris, ready to take you on another adventure in Odyssey. Today I'm at the shop of Odyssey's own puppet maker, Giletto. Ciao, mia bella donna, Chris. Ciao, Giletto. Hey, it looks like you're all ready to make some wonderful puppets. Oh, sure, I'm ready. I'm got the wood, I'm got my knife, I'm got the music. Uh, the music? Sure, just press it at the button. Uh, okay. I was just working on one of my inventions here. I'm John Avery Whitaker, but you can call me Whit. And this is Odyssey. Hey, let's see if this thing works. Hold it! Okay, so it needs a little more work. But that's the exciting part, because you never know what you'll discover along the way. Oh, don't take my word for it, though. You can find out for yourself when you come along on today's Adventures in Odyssey. To that tune, I cannot carve a puppet's holiday. <laughs> uh, I was just noticing some of the ones you've already made. Oh boy, they're beautiful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, but why is this one here in the cage? Mamma mia, don't oh, let him out. Oh. All right, all right. Oh. But he's so cute. Oh, oh, you're telling me. You let him out of there, and I'm going to see him again. See, he's my greatest puppet. Oh. After I make him, he start to singing and the dancing and the making the people laugh. That's fantastic. Oh, sure it was, until he run out on me. But then I got to chase him all over the place. He run high, I chase him high. He run low, I chase him low. He go into one of those funny parks where the water horses go around and around and around. Ding, 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 I chase him into there. Right. He get himself a turn into a hee-haw, hee-haw. I got to take care of that. And finally, after all of this to run around, where do you think we end up? Uh, where? In the belly of a whale. Whew. I'm going to want to go through that again. Whew. I don't blame you. But you know, that sounds kind of like what happens to Jimmy Barkley on today's adventure. He gets to turned into a hee-haw, hee-haw? Oh, no, no, no. But he does run away. Oh, oh what, what did his papa do about to him? Well, that's what we're going to find out when our adventure in Odyssey begins right after this. My dog has fleas. Ooh, it's Eugene, and Eugene sings! Yes, it's the world's first all-song CD from that boy genius who stars in the exciting series Adventures in Odyssey! So take it from me, Harlow Doyle, Live and I, Eugene sings! For more information, call 1-800-THE-LETTER-A-FAMILY or visit witsend.org. It's a cold and blustery Saturday morning here in Odyssey. Most everyone is indoors, and Jimmy Barkley is no exception. Right now, he's laying on his bed counting his savings. But I have a feeling something very interesting is about to happen to him. 80, 90, 95, 96, 97. And with the bills that makes... Wow! I have almost 50 bucks here! Jimmy! What now? Yeah, Dad? Ah, oh, there you are. Are you counting your savings again? Well, yeah, sort of. I found some change, and I was just adding it to what I already have. You found some change? Where? Under my bed. You actually went under your bed? How did you fit? Come 
Oh, it's not that bad, is it? Did the words disaster area mean anything to you? I'll clean it up. I know you will. Right after you finish that other chore your mom asked you to do this morning. What other chore? Let me give you a hint. They hold food and you eat off of them. You mean the dishes? My son, nothing slips by. And yes, the dishes. What about them? She asked you to clean them up before she and Donna went shopping, didn't she? No, she told me to put them in a dishwasher, and that's what I did. Then why don't I hear the dishwasher running? You mean she wanted me to turn it on, too? Yes, Jimmy. And she also wanted you to rinse the dishes off before you put them into the dishwasher. That's not what she said. Jimmy, you don't have to have everything spelled out to you, do you? No. That, that reminds me. While we're on the subject of spelling, what's the deal with your latest test? Oh, you found the paper. Yes, I found the paper. You want to explain yourself? Mm, well, I uh, got a C. Oh, yeah, try a C minus. Jimmy, we both know you're capable of better work than that. Yeah. Well, you want to tell me why this happened then? Uh, I don't know. Um, that's... I guess my teacher gave us harder words this time. Yeah, that's it. She gave us harder words. Uh -huh. You want to stick with that? Till I can think of something better. Yes, well, I'm afraid I have something better. You've been spending entirely too much time at the park or at Wits End or at the video arcade lately and not enough time studying. And now your grades are showing the consequences. Nuh-uh. Nuh-uh what? You don't think your grades are showing the consequences? No, I don't think that that was a better explanation. I'm serious now, Jimmy. It's time to cut down on all the playing you've been doing, starting with this weekend. But, Dad... No buts about it, young man. You know the rules. Schoolwork comes first. So today and tomorrow, you stick around here and see if you can't pull that C-minus up to a B. You got it? Yes, sir. Good. Now, listen, my boss just called, and I have to go to the office for a couple hours. Uh, your mom should be back in a little while, so tell her I'll be home at around uh, 3.30, okay? Sure. All right. I'll see you this afternoon. Now, don't wait all morning to get started on the dishes in your room. You hear me? Yes, sir. Stupid dishes, stupid room, stupid spelling. I never get to have any fun. I'm old enough to decide when I need to clean up my room and how much I should study. And I just decided I'm going to do them both after lunch. Yeah, I can goof around all morning and still have plenty of time to get them done before Dad gets home. And as long as I get the dishes done right, what Mom doesn't know won't hurt her. Well, what am I waiting for? Ah, come on, Herbert. Cut us some slack here. Yeah, man. Don't be such a Herbert. Look, I told you guys before, no credit. Don't think of it as credit. Think of it as a payment. Payment? For what? For, uh, protection. Yeah. When we're around, nobody robs the machines. That's because you guys are too busy robbing them off yourself. Forget it, I ah, said. Ah, come on. How could you do this to your best customers? My best customers? You guys never buy anything? All you do is hang around. Can we help it if we're loyal? Yeah, loyalty should be worth at least a couple of games on the house. Yeah. Why am I standing here wasting my time when I could end this conversation with a simple no? What do you say, Herbert? No! Yeah, so what do we do now? I don't know. I guess we gotta try to find somebody with some money. Excuse me. Oh, you back again? Yeah. Could I have five more dollars worth of quarters, please? Well, what did you do with the last five I gave you? Well, uh, I sort of used them. Oh, an expert, huh? Well, you know what they say. Practice makes perfect. Yeah. Here you go. Ooh, a 20. Well, here's five dollars worth of quarters. And here's fifteen dollars change. Thanks. 
You thinking what I'm thinking? I think so. What are you thinking? I'm thinking we just found somebody with lots of money here. Oh. Then I'm not thinking what you're thinking. But if you're thinking now what I think you're thinking, then you're thinking a good thought. I think. Would you come on? Brad, some other one down the tubes. Having trouble? <laughs> Nothing I can't handle. Yeah, I see. I'm just not used to the game yet. So? It's not the machine, it's your butt match. You're not flicking it fast enough as the aliens appear. Hey, I do all right, okay? Oh, rats. You see, you gotta fire before they drop down. That way you got a better chance of hitting more of them. What makes you such an expert? You kidding? Mook here's the champion of this arcade. Really? Sure. Just read the initials of the top five scores on this game. M-O-K. Mock? They only had room for three letters, but that's me, all right. Numbers one through five. Move. Wow. That's nothing. You know, I've been watching you, kid. You've got a lot of natural abilities. You think so? Sure. You just got to refine it, that's all. Of course, there's still a lot of things you have to learn. But if you ever learned them, you'd be unbeatable. Really? Absolutely. In fact, you might even take my place as number one. Right, Howie? Oh, yeah. Numero uno. What things? What things? I'd show you, but I don't have a quarter. I've got plenty of quarters. Here. Yeah, I don't know if this is going to be enough. Don't worry about that. I've got lots of money, too. I can get more. Just show me, okay? Well, okay, if you want me to. All right, now, see, the first thing you got to remember is to keep your wrist loose. Okay, yeah, my wrist loose. I got it. Okay, now, here come the aliens slice of pizza. Well... Nah, go ahead, Howie. Oh, thanks. This is great, ain't it? Yeah, great. Boy, am I stuffed. Hey, come on, Jimmy. I'll play a game. Give me a quarter. Well, uh... What's the matter? Don't you want to play? Yeah, sure. It's just that, well, I was sort of wondering maybe if you could pay for this game. You want me to pay? Yeah, or, or maybe you, Howie. Me? Yeah, I mean... I was just wondering. Hey, I thought we were friends here. We are. So what's the problem? I don't have a quarter. You don't? No, I spent the last of my money on pizza and Cokes. Oh. That's why I thought maybe one of you could pay for this game. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, that might be a little hard. Why? Well, we're kind of strapped. Strapped? Yeah, you know, broke. You don't have any money? Uh, no. Oh, well, that's no problem. We can still have fun. Let's just do something that doesn't cost anything. Can you do that? Sure, we could go to the park and swing. Swing? Yeah, or go down to the reservoir and play army. Army? Yeah, I know lots of great places to play. What do you say? I don't think so. Why not? 
Because we got more important things to do. Like what? Like, uh, like things, that's what. Look, Jimmy, going to the park and playing army is for kids. Now, if you want to do it, go ahead. Just count us out, okay? But I thought we were friends. Hey, don't push it, all right? Boy, you let a guy hang around with you for a while and he thinks he can start running your life or something. Come on, Howie, let's get out of here. Where are we going? We ain't going anywhere. Howie and me are going to go find something adults like to do. Can't, can't I come with you? Nah, you might miss your afternoon nap. <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, I don't take afternoon naps. Creeps. Afternoon? Hey, mister? Look, kid, I told you before, you cleaned me out of quarters a long time ago. No, I don't want quarters. What time is it? Oh, 3.30. 3.30? Oh, no. What's the matter, kid? What happens at 3.30? You turn into a pumpkin or something? No, not a pumpkin. Dead meat. 3.30's when my dad gets home. Uh-oh. We'll find out what happens to Jimmy when our adventure in Odyssey continues right after this. If you think history is slow, boring, and just not for you, then you've never seen drive through History with Dave Stotts. Much more than a lazy stroll through historical events, Dave drives through ancient Rome at a fast and furious pace. drive through History, Rome if you want to, is a globe-trotting journey through the history of Western civilization that's relevant and totally entertaining at the same time. So buckle up and enjoy the ride. For more information about drive through History, Rome if you want to, the number is 1-800-A-FAMILY or the website is family.org. That's family.org. History, fast and fun. Learning comes standard. And now, the conclusion of today's adventure in Odyssey. Yes, George, he's here. Mm -hmm. Yes, he's still upstairs here, playing with the electric train set. Well, he hasn't really talked to me or anyone that I know of all afternoon, so I, I think it's working. Okay, yeah. I'm closing up the shop now, so I'll bring him home in a couple of minutes. All right? All right. Goodbye. Hi, Jimmy. Oh, hi, Mr. Whitaker. You having a good time with the trains? Yeah. How's old number nine doing? Pretty good. She's only jumped the track twice since I've been here. <laughs> really? Oh, that's good. Um, Jimmy... It's getting pretty late, you know. Is it? Yeah. In fact, everybody's long since gone. Even Connie and Eugene. Oh. I think maybe you ought to be heading home, too. I don't suppose I could sleep here tonight, could I? Uh, just let me turn this off, huh? Does that mean no? You want to tell me why you don't want to go home? Not really. Well, then, how about if we go downstairs and get something to drink? You know, you've been here all afternoon. You must be kind of thirsty by now. I can't pay for it, Mr. Whitaker. I don't have any money. Oh, that's okay. It's on the house. I did a really stupid thing today, Mr. Whitaker. Oh? Yeah. Well, see, I sort of disobeyed my dad. Oh. 
See, he didn't want me to go out today because I got a C- on my spelling test last week, and he thought it was because I've been playing around too much lately. I see. So he told me to stay home and study, but I had all this money saved, and I wanted to go play video games. So I waited till he left for work and then snuck out and went down to Pizza City. Uh-oh. I, I planned on getting back before my dad did, but I met these two guys named Mook and Howie, and they taught me all about how to win at video games. And we had pizza and Cokes, and before I knew it, I spent all my money, and it was 3.30, and my dad was already home. So I came here. Hmm, I see. Yeah, that was a pretty stupid thing to do, all right. You're telling me. What am I going to do, Mr. Whitaker? Well, Jimmy, you know you're going to have to go home. But my dad will kill me. Oh, you don't know that. You don't know my dad. (laughs) You know, Jimmy, what you did today kind of reminds me of something another fellow I know of once did. Really? Did he disobey his dad, too? Well, not exactly. His troubles began when he went to his father and demanded his inheritance. What's that? An inheritance? Yeah. Well, it's something very valuable that a father gives to his children when he dies. Usually it's money, but it can be property or jewelry or things like that. Uh, Why don't you have a seat at the counter, huh? Okay. And this guy asked for his inheritance before his father died? Not just ask. He demanded it. What did the father do? He gave it to him. Just like that? Yes, just like that. Right after he did, the young man gathered up everything he owned and moved to another country. And here's where his story really starts to sound like yours, because while he was living there, you know what he did? What? He squandered all of his money on foolish things and people who said they were his friends. That sounds like me, all right. Yeah, only he had it a lot worse, because right after he spent all his money, the country where he was living went through what the newscasters call a severe economic downturn. You mean everybody went broke? (laughs) Well, the young man certainly did. He ended up in a strange country with no friends, no place to sleep, and no money. He had absolutely nothing. What did he do? Well, naturally, he tried to find a job. Only, those weren't all that easy to come by, either. Finally, he did find something. He went to work for a farmer. His job was to slop pigs. You mean like feeding them? Yeah. Well, it was pretty disgusting, all right. But, you know, he got so hungry that he even wanted to eat the slop he was feeding the pigs. Oh, gross. I'll bet he wished he'd stay home, huh? Well, funny you should mention that. You see, after a while, he came to his senses and realized that even his father's hired help had more to eat than pig slop. So he said to himself, I'm going to get up and go to my father and say, I have sinned against God and against you. I'm no longer fit to be called your son. Treat me like one of your employees. Wait a minute. We learned about this in Bible school. It's the parable of the prodigal son, right? Right. From Luke chapter 15. You remember what happened next? Yeah. The young man went back to his father and said all the things you just said to me. But instead of the father being angry, he had the servants bring the best robe in the house and put it on the son and put the best ring on his finger and the best sandals on his feet. Then they had a party. Very good, Jimmy. Now, why do you suppose the father did all that? I don't know. Well, think about it for a minute. Did the father go out looking for the son? No, the son came back on his own. Right. And why did the son come back home? Because he ran out of money and was hungry. Well, that was part of it, but something else happened that made him want to go back. Do you remember what it was? Mm, no, not really. 
Well, the Bible says he came to his senses. See, he realized that what he'd been doing was wrong, and he knew he had to make it right. It's called repentance. Oh, yeah. We learned about that in Bible school, too. Uh-huh. So that's why the father put the best robe on him and gave him a ring and party? Oh, that's right. Yeah, well, I don't think my dad's going to do that for me, Mr. Whitaker. No, Jimmy, he probably won't. But, you know, the young man didn't know his father was going to do all those things for him either. But he still repented. He turned away from his wrongdoing and he went home to his father. And when he did, the Bible says the father was so happy, he ran out to meet his son, threw his arms around his neck, and kissed him over and over again. He said, this son of mine was dead, but now he's alive. He was lost, but now he's been found. You see, Jimmy, that's the way God feels whenever we repent. It's called forgiveness. And you know what? God's forgiveness is always there, but he'll only give it to us if we turn away from our wrongdoing and turn back to him. And when we do, Luke 15.10 says, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God. And Hebrews 8.12 says that he will remember our sins no more. I'm glad God doesn't remember my sins because I know my dad sure will. Well, even though we repent, it doesn't mean we automatically escape the consequences of our sins. And am I going to feel those consequences when I get home? (laughs) Does that mean you've decided to not spend the night here? Yeah, I guess not. Could you give me a lift home, Mr. Whitaker? I have some repenting I need to do. I'd be honored, Jimmy. Come on. Jimmy? Is that you? Yes, sir. Where have you been? Before I tell you, I gotta say something. What I did today was really, really stupid. I spent all my savings and I disobeyed what you told me to do. I don't know why I did it except that I just wanted to do what I wanted to do instead of doing what you told me to do. What I'm trying to say is I deserve the punishment I'm gonna get. And... Well, what is it? We'll talk about your punishment later. Right now, I want you to come here so I can give you a hug. I'm sorry, Dad. I'm so sorry. I know. I know. Why did you wait so long to come home? When I knew I stayed out too late, I was scared. I thought you wouldn't want me to come home. Jimmy. You're my son. I may punish you when you do something wrong, but that doesn't mean I don't love you. No matter what happens, you can always come home. I know that. Now. I love you, Dad. I love you too, son. I love you too. I think Jimmy is pretty glad he repented and told his father what he did. And I bet Mr. Barkley feels pretty good about it, too. But most important, I know God is happy that Jimmy turned away from doing wrong and finally came home. 1 John chapter 1, verse 9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Well, that's today's adventure. What'd you think? I'd love to hear from you about it. Our address is Odyssey. 
Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. In Canada, write to Box 9800, Vancouver, BC, V6B4G3. And when you write, don't forget to ask about how you can get a copy of this broadcast. It's called The Prodigal Jimmy. The address once again is Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. Adventures in Odyssey is a presentation of Focus on the Family. Today's program was written and directed by Phil Lawler. Our production engineer was Dave Arnold and our executive producer, Chuck Bolte. And I'm Chris. Join us again next time for more Adventures in Odyssey. Here's another fun fact from the Odyssey scrapbook. Do you know how the Barkley family got their names? Paul McCusker, scriptwriter for Adventures in Odyssey, explains. Well, actually, if you know the film It's a Wonderful Life, then you know the secret behind the names for the Barclay family. George and Mary Bailey were the lead characters in the film, and we took the George and the Mary and gave them to the parents. We dropped the Bailey and changed it to Barclay. So we've got George and Mary Barclay. Now, for the kids, we had to come up with a couple of names, so we decided to use the actor and the actress's names. Jimmy Stewart, Donna Reed, then became Jimmy Barclay and Donna Barclay. You can hear the very first Barkley episode called Family Vacation in Grins, Grabbers, and Great Getaways, a collection of 12 exciting programs. Ask how you can get your own by writing to Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. Or in Canada, write to Box 9800, Vancouver, B.C., V6B, 4G3.